0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: It's BudPod 175. Um,
0: 175. Uh, pushing through the strife. Pierre Ooh. is I, I'm I, I've just arrived from Montreal and I'm pushing through the strife of yep. jet jet lag and Pierre has just got to the Edinburgh where he'll push through the strife
1: of the Edinburgh frange. That's <laughs> that's right. I'm strifing through that fronge like you wouldn't believe. I'm here. Living that you're living
0: that strife life.
1: I'm living the strife life. Um <laughs> you know you know what they say. You know what they say. So they they say make strife your wife and live that strife life. It's a hard um, one strife. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm up at the Frange. Um I'm in my, my Frange flat with my Frange friend uh Alex Keeley, great comedian, go see his show. Um Oh, is it you and Alex in the flat together this year? It's me and old Alex Keeley in the flat. Eating buttered bread, ah. high fiving. <laughs> wow! Yeah. excellent. What a what a day so far, and um,
0: and all for only ten thousand pounds each for the month,
1: <laughs> or a limb, or an entire limb. Yeah. Well, actually, well, thank thanks to thanks to Alex and his and his uh, partner, we actually we've managed to get ourselves a pretty good deal. So we should be we should be very grateful oh, because everyone else is getting completely scammed. Um, oh, I'm getting scammed big
0: time. Eh? I'm yeah. only there for like ten days, and I'm paying more than I have paid previously for a month.
1: Oh, it's 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 as if the city of Edinburgh has gone. Well, let's try and make up for everything we lost during COVID with this one month.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: It's an interesting approach economically. Um, it doesn't seem sound, but well, you know, it could be egg on my face come September if the show doesn't go well. Brr um
0: it's your first it's your first show tonight at the fringe
1: yes tonight on tuesday the day before release so by the time you guys hear this the kinos kino know, binos it will be done the first show will be done
0: mm, but there are many more opportunities to catch you for oh, yes pods pods oh, yes. in uh in Edinburgh. Um, I, will be, um, I will be joining the gang on the 15th. I'm doing my show from the 15th to the 21st of okay. August
1: in Edinburgh. So if you're around, do come along. Lovely. Um, I'll be there the whole month except for a few random days off. Um, so just go to the Monkey Barrel at 610 and scream my name and see what happens. Yes. Can't wait to see it's the good. show. Thanks, man. I think it'll be good. I've I've been very bold and managed to get two reviewers in tonight, even though it's technically a preview and it's the first night. No, that's good. <clears throat> that's a good call. I think so. I think so. We'll see if my boldness pays off. Um, and because I think there's what, actually there's a
0: sort of um, a, a giddiness, a sort of optimistic giddiness. Those first couple of days of the fringe that people. People rarely take advantage of. I think people get a little yeah. too scared about reviewers and auditors coming in early. But those first couple of shows, because people are still excited th- about the fringe at that point. That
1: uh, yeah, that's true. And you'd and you'd hope yeah. this year more than ever, given the the fact that the fringe is only just sort of back, right? Mm. So maybe, may I hope you're right. Um, and uh, also, like, um, do you get what I? Do what I get when I when I like have to pack for like a long trip, and in this case I was packing for a month. Basically, like you stand and you look at your suitcase all zipped up there, and you think, I know I've forgotten something, but by definition I can't know what it is till I realise I've forgotten it. Mm,
0: Yes. Yes. And uh, the un the un yeah
1: the known it's like the yeah. known unknown and the unknown unknown. Yeah, the Rumsfeldian unknown unknowns. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, Donald Rumsfeld knew how to pack. Um, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I had
0: didn't. I made the opposite mistake um, going to Montreal. Oh yeah. I um, because uh, the couple of days before my trip to Montreal, I brought uh, a bottle of white wine to to a friend's house party, and I have this. <clears throat> This freezer sleeve that you—it's like a sleeve packed with a sort of freezing gel that you put in the yes. freezer, and then you you wrap around the bottle. So I was I was I, if I bring a white a white wine, I, I I pop it in the sleeve and I pop in my backpack and I take it over. Um, and then a couple of days after, I flew over to Montreal and un- I went through got to my hotel room, unpacked my bags, and I had taken the wine sleeve. <laughs> Across the Atlantic in my backpack because <laughs> I forgot to take it out, and
1: on a lovely trip,
0: on a little trip. You know how sometimes you just bring things on a little trip. Like I, my my gym clothes, I just brought on on a little trip. <laughs> I put my gym clothes in my bag and they didn't come out of the bag. They just went for a little trip. You know you when just... you you know when you have like a a weekend away or a little work trip and you pack gym clothes in your bag thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'll find time in my busy schedule to become a different person.
1: Yeah, exactly. What if I
0: wasn't me for the weekend, too? <laughs> yeah, what if suddenly going to a, a slightly different
1: place changes me completely? What if I absorb some of that incredible holiday and energy? <laughs> um, but Montreal was fun. Um, let me so hang on, I have that. a question about the wine sleeve thing.
0: Okay. Was it in your hand luggage? It was in my hand luggage, yeah, it was in my backpack. I always take my backpack onto the plane.
1: How did it get through? Surely it looks the most like a sort of suicide vest for a cat.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's sort of, it's, it's a suspicious little pack of gel, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it doesn't I, get much more right. bomby than that, does it? That's
0: a very good point. I swear, I swear stuff has been getting through those, those checks more and more recently like little bits of liquid are forgotten have ended up coming
1: through. Yeah. It's always frightening when you discover that because you sort of go, oh, I got away with it. And then you go, oh no, I got away with it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what else are people getting away with? We have reached
0: the full full theater end of security theater. It is now Uh. no security in all theater.
1: (laughs) I'm just going to take the microphone out of the stand and hold it because I can't, I'm I'm sort of half lying on on a, on a, Hang on, Ugh. I'm half lying on a bed here, so this is a bit precarious. Ooh, um, loose! Yes, I'm. I'm recording this as if I'm uh, in a sort of opium den, um, <laughs> sort of on loads of pillows with really long fingernails. That's what that clacking is. Um, yeah, I love. <laughs> I, I can't say enough about how much I love the term security theatre. Having learned it,
0: oh, it's very good,
1: isn't it? Great to throw and, around,
0: and and hygiene theatre. Having to wear my mask on the flight
1: there and back the whole way through. I walked past a lady in Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, I walked past a lady today in Edinburgh, Scotland just wearing a mask on the pavement. Just walking around outside? Yeah, in the windy Scottish air. And I thought, I mean, I guess, but...
0: Security theatre, I think, is also one of the acts at the Fringe this year, isn't it? It's (laughs) one of the student improv groups.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, it's a a group of... um, it's a group of uh, uh, suspended U.S. policemen. Uh, it's a group of cops from the U.S. who've been suspended for terrible violence against civilians. And in their off time now, the their police unions are funding them to come to the for Fringe and do an improv show. And uh, they take suggestions from the audience and they construct a way in which they try and make it seem like it was okay to shoot you. <laughs> So they just go oh give me a, give me a location and uh they say uh you just say just what just minding my own business in my garden and they go yeah I could shoot you there yep <laughs> yeah I could
0: next, 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 location. next location it turns out there are it turns out there aren't any locations where they can't shoot you
1: no no well that's the game is that they've said that if by the end of the month um If by the end of the month someone can figure out out one where they couldn't just say, no, no, I could shoot you there, uh, they will finally release all their body cam footage. That's the pledge they've made. (laughs) And uh, they'll admit to all the actual murders they've done. So that would be nice. That's security theater on at 3 a.m. at uh, the, the Glob.
0: Can't wait to see them at the Globe. I've got my tickets already. Everyone go see Security Theatre at the Globe at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're doing a big extra show in the castle at the end of the month. Can't wait for that. Yes.
1: Um, yes. Uh,
0: what, what is the energy like in Edinburgh? Are people excited to be back in full? Are the locals annoyed already? Um, th- What's going on? What, the, what are the cabbies saying?
1: Literally, I was about to say, the guy who gave us a... a, a I was going to say a lift. I mean we paid him the cab driver who we paid to drive us from the the train station he was saying he hasn't been this busy in like 10 years so I mean hopefully that's true and not just a bit of cabby banter
0: it sounds like it might be cabby banter because surely it's more it's so unaffordable for people this year
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe it's unaffordable because everything got booked up so soon. I don't know. Sometimes they use algorithms, so the pricing...
0: Maybe. Maybe. It's hard to know. It's hard to
1: know. It's very... Yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to be sure. I mean, he was just talking about how busy he was. It seems quite busy. Um, I think the energy's going to be quite weird because it's, like, the first time the fringes happened in three years and people are still adjusting to socializing and, like... I think everyone's got this kind of, like, uh, slightly hysterical energy. Which is good for, a
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy festival. That, that, that must be. It must be nice. Yeah. Have you seen my poster about my 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 one my tall guys? I got my, my tall posters in a couple of spots. Where have you got a tall poster? I got a tall poster. <laughs> I got um. I don't know, like one of those long standy things with with the three sides.
1: Oh, that big triangles. Big triangles. I don't think so. But then I haven't walked around much. I've just been sort of. Uh, I
0: can't wait to eat in all my favourite places in Edinburgh. Oh
1: yeah, man. Oh yeah, good town for for coming. eating, for eating up foods.
0: It's, it is a good time for eating foods.
1: Um, all
0: kinds of foods.
1: I had to go. Uh, I had to walk down a sort of bit of highway to a Morrison's to get a phone charger because that was the thing I left. Phil was. I brought all the elaborate, crazy niche wires were necessary for Bud Pod, and I didn't bring my iPhone charger.
0: <laughs> yeah there's always a way
1: yeah it's just ugh. and it was I was lucky it was one of those Morrisons big enough that it sells random electrical goods
0: well that's good that is good Uh, uh why did you have to walk on a highway
1: well because where, where we're staying is it's not near uh, well it's it's not like near a highway but it's like it was one of those Morrisons where they haven't planned for you to get there on foot
0: Right. Yes.
1: Like it's that bigger stop. Uh, um, stop. It's that bigger shop that they're like. Well, no one's. Everyone's driving here. I mean, no one lives nearby. Like all the nearby buildings are like massive corporate stealing glass. Very much a ring, a yeah, ring gosh, road gosh, vibe. Gosh, gosh. Very much a ring road vibe. Um. So I felt a bit like a character from Better Call Saul or something, just sort of wandering in on foot.
0: Oh yeah. With a wide shot and like a single lone <laughs> chingling yeah. as you come in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, I've got so much Better Call all to catch up on. I just remember Mate, you better. That'll, that'll be fun. Oh, you know what? Watching the plane over here, speaking of Bob Odenkirk, who I saw live in Montreal, by the way, because um, do, do you know Andy Kindler's State of the Industry address? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so Andy Kindler is this uh, American comedian who for, what, like 20 years now? 25 years? He's been doing the State of the Industry Address at the Montreal Comedy Festival where he basically goes on and, like, insults the industry.
1: Yes, it's great.
0: And various comedians for, like, 45 minutes. It's very good, very funny. And this year to announce him in person on stage came Bob Odenkirk, which was really exciting, really cool. Um... And then on the plane over here, um, last night I watched the Bob Undercook movie. Nobody, have you seen it?
1: No, is it good? I'm very. It looks exactly up my street, but I it's, never got around to it.
0: It's very John Wick. It might even be by the same people as John. Oh, Wick. Oh, sick! Um, it's great. It's some really great combat, really crunchy, violent stuff. It's brilliant. So he's
1: like sort of slightly old John Wick or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Old secret. He's a secret John Wick.
1: I say old. I mean, Keanu Reeves is fucking old. He doesn't seem old because of that uh, demon he made a deal with. (laughs) Yeah. What Uh, else did you see? What? Any other celebs you spotted walking around in Montreal?
0: Montreal. I. I think Sandra Oh came to my show. Ooh. My solo show. She was wearing a face mask, so I could only see the top half of her face. But I thought, that's oh, I thought and she came on her own. And I feel like celebs now they wear face masks, um, to, Strategically. to stay undercover. Yeah, they're the new baseball cap. It must be a real gift COVID for the
1: for a celebrity just to be like, no, I'm just a guy with a cold.
0: Yeah, but the top half of her face was like, that looks like Sandra. Oh. <laughs> And I've seen a lot of ladies over the last couple of years wearing masks. And at no point have I gone, oh, it looks like Sandra Oh. This lady looked like Sandra
1: Oh, okay. I think. Did you point her and go, Sandra? Show. Oh!
0: S- Sandra Oh, Sandra Oh. I think she came to my solo show. <laughs> ho, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. You should have
1: sung that while ultimately pointing at her and slapping a buttock. <laughs> in front of everyone.
0: Sandra Oh. Sandra, oh!
1: I think she came to my solo yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I, I think I spotted that slab. Uh, What's she most famous for? There, there would have been. A, I guess at this point, killing Eve. Right.
1: Yes, that's true. It's Although recent. She first
0: hit. burst onto the scene in Grey's Anatomy back, uh, back in the day.
1: Oh, of course, that's what I'm thinking of. Grey's Anatomy. I never watched it.
0: No, me neither. I, I've never really been interested in the whole medical setting, really.
1: I mean, I watched Scrubs. Uh, uh, Was it like Scrubs?
0: Yeah, I watched Scrubs, and I, I did. I quite enjoyed Scrubs.
1: I remember my uncle pointing out that Scrubs is actually sadder than House.
0: Oh, that's a, that's a nice observation. Yeah. I never watched House.
1: Well, he was a huge House fan, and then he was visiting from South Africa, and we watched some Scrubs, and he was like, he was like, people actually die in this. He's like, this is actually sad. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I know it's like they've got silly songs and stuff, but like, it's actually sadder than House, because in House, House wins.
0: The House always wins. The House always yeah. wins.
1: So, I, And I thought, God, that's a really good, yeah, really good comment, really wise. That's a that's a wise uncle comment. That's a pretty... That's a good
0: uncle's observation. <laughs> Unc-
1: uncle observations is a very good, like, uh, new genre of comedy here at the Fringe this year. <laughs> well, I guess it's Uncle Roger, isn't
0: uh, it? Uh, I... Oh, yeah, that's true. He started the, Nigel Ung's Uncle Roger.
1: Observing rice.
0: Um, I... Speaking of food, in Montreal, Pierre, I ate my first ever bit of horse.
1: <gasps> Nay.
0: Nee. I ate horse. I went, I went. I was at a very fancy Frenchy restaurant, and someone at the table ordered horse for the table. And then when it arrived, <laughs> everyone was too grossed out to eat any. So I ate some. Everyone? I was the only one who, who, who ate it. Even yeah.
1: after you ate some and said, yum yum, I like horse, and patted your stomach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> neighing with pleasure
1: <laughs> wickering
0: um it, it it it's it's like a very sort of rich beef really it's like a very it's kind of like a gamey beef if you told me it was beef i'd be like oh okay it's quite <laughs> strong for beef but that's beef i did guess did you
1: get to see rich beef it
0: came with a fried egg on top and in sauce did you get to see a rich
1: beef perform when you were there i know that oh rich yeah yeah there's yeah There's a lot of jazz in montreal he's a
0: great yeah and he's a He's um a legend on the, on the lounge singing Circuit Rich Beef. Really mellifluous deep tones yeah. rich beef. A wonderful cover of Night and Day. <laughs> night and Day, you are the I one. saw people
1: saying on Twitter, Have you heard beefs night and day? Yeah. Um so hang on, you're saying the horse that tastes like rich beef and it had an egg on top, what?
0: Yeah, fried egg. I don't know, Mister. Maybe that's a French way. It's fried egg on top, and then in, in like a swimming in gravy. You would have hated it. It was wet, wet, wet.
1: depends. It depends. You know, what's what's the gravy?
0: I'm gonna send you a picture of it now. Yes, and please. I want your reaction.
1: Okay. What's the gravy made of? Okay. What do the gravy taste like?
0: Uh, just like good, good rich gravy, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is a, com- um, a a comedian from the vaudeville area? Rich gravy. <laughs> From the he was real uh, he was an, a classic end of the pier yeah comedian okay people go.
1: people would say good gravy and he'd put up a finger and go good rich gravy <laughs> and that was his whole thing
0: okay. okay I've sent
1: it to you oh it's very like français
0: yes uh, do you, do you say français or fancais fancais. As in
1: fancy do you think the fried egg on top is just like because the French do it with a fucking croque madame Eh? A croque monsieur and a croque madame is a toasty with an egg on, you know. Yeah, lovely yeah, stuff. Yeah, but is that like a... That must be. That's clearly a French obsession, putting a little egg on it. I, I don't blame him. It's an Asian obsession, too. It's a good way to improve a meal, Put an egg on that's top. That's true. Everything with little... But do you see how dark that meat is? It's very dark. It is dark. I'm going to describe... The gravy, to me, looks almost like peppercorn sauce kind of, like, cr- creaminess.
0: Yeah, it's that color, but it wasn't... It's a sauce... A c- It's the color of peppercorn sauce, but it's not.
1: What did it taste of? Just richness, burnt flavors. Yeah, just richness. Just
0: richness and meatiness. And
1: did you guys each get one of these? Or is this like the central one to experiment with?
0: Uh, Yeah, central one split among the table. Um, uh, Well, I'd say split. It was just me who had a and
1: Yeah, and everyone else were cowards.
0: Cowards. Cowards, whereas I indulged in... (laughs) Pleasure.
1: <laughs> I cannot believe that even after you had indulged in pleasure, um, the they didn't try it even a little, a, just a little bite. Oh, no! Some sort of alarm going off. Um, where? In my flat, or is that the door? Hang on.
0: Mm-hmm. Hang on is pierre in an emergency i guess we'll have to wait and see um will he can he stay or will he flee <laughs> is pierre in an emergency
1: that's good stuff i like that a lot thank you you know what it is thank you it is Arsene's well, bronze order Oh Sansbron's. What did you get? We rang up Sansbron's Horse. We rang up Lord Sansbron's and we said We want rich beef. We yep. want good 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 rich gravy. Yep. Horse humps. Yep. Horse lumps. <laughs> <Yeah>. Horse pumps. <laughs> <laughs> aka horseshoes yes and horse chumps e.g. us for eating all this crazy stuff
0: ah we're the horse chumps that's right yeah
1: yeah well you were the only horse chump on that table yeah we're just ordering ordering supplies for the month
0: one other person took a bite chewed it and then spat it out so I was the only one who swallowed yeah I was the only one who swallowed spat it
1: out yes even though it tasted like rich beef spat
0: it out They did not like the taste of rich horsey beef. I wonder where the French horse thing comes from. Was it just from like all the dead horses in the revolution or something? Did Napoleon just have loads of extra horses? I'm not sure.
1: I think think to be fair to the French within France, it's a regional thing. I just can't remember what region. It's definitely a stereotype that the English like to mention a lot.
0: It feels like kind of meat that isn't... when you eat a horse, I, I, eating a horse, I didn't feel like this was slaughtered. It felt like this is a die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like surrounded right <laughs> by its family. They didn't slaughter this horse. It, it just died, and then they gathered it <laughs> and thought, "Let's not waste this." I can't imagine. Like, are there like horse farms in France? Like m- horse farms for meat?
1: I mean, there's got to be, right? Be Otherwise, there. it's it's like. Um, do you know when you go to a restaurant and you can pick a lobster from a tank? Yeah. Do you think that's what like the, the Grand National is? Like a horse race, it's like, and they're coming around the bend, and there's people like licking their lips, like, yum yum. <laughs> Can't wait to take a bite out of that little horse.
0: People sticking their foot out onto the tractor to trip on over. <laughs>
1: try and trip the most delicious-looking one. <laughs> try and trip up the plumpest horse.
0: Uh, yeah, so that I can take that, check that off the list. I don't think I'll be returning. To, to, to horse i think they
1: eat horse in switzerland as well i think it might just be a kind of random bits of europe thing
0: mm, mm. no i have more power to them. but uh I, every time i try a strange meat i come back to the same realization there's a reason we eat the meats we eat
1: <sighs> there's a reason we eat the meats we eat it's good because stuff because
0: they t- don't There's a reason we eat the meats we eat eat from the tops of their heads to the bottom of their feet. Again, Um, another... They taste real nice, not covered in lice, and (laughs) they go with potatoes or fried rice. That's...
1: (laughs) I like the idea of you saying they go with potatoes and then seeing objections among the crowd and holding up a hand or fried rice. (laughs) (laughs) Just heading off any criticism at the past there. I know what you're thinking. And, and Phil, Phil, that's another strong candidate for slapping your butt cheeks to keep rhythm and pointing at uh, Sandra. We eat the meats we eat. There's a reason we eat, eat, we eat the, meats. The, meats. the meats we eat.
0: We eat. <laughs>
1: You see that Ms. O is about to pull her mask down to object. Or fried rice, mask back up. Small nod. Small nod of thanks.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think would happen if you stopped in the middle of one of your shows and just started like clapping your ass cheeks and going, There's a reason we it's <laughs> <in the misery." laughs> People wouldn't know what the fuck was happening. Oh,
0: it'd be a real left turn in my style. I think
1: people, for sure. people would die.
0: People like, I, I think this is a new stage of Phil White. I
1: think it would work really well, precisely because people just wouldn't have a fucking clue what was happening. And
0: There's a reason eat we eat meat, 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 <laughs> From the tops of their head to the tips of their feet. <laughs> Some of them salty, some of them sweet. There's a reason we eat the meats we eat. Yeah. Slap a tap 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 tap. That's me on my butt.
1: Either patting the butt or, or jabbing a, an accusatory <laughs> finger into the faces of the front row. <laughs> There's a reason we eat the meats we eat. And with each jab, they, they kind of flinch a little bit. And your face is absolute <laughs> just fury.
0: Yeah, real serious. Gritted teeth. Not not, not a glint of a smile
1: on them. <laughs>
0: I'm like a man possessed.
1: Yeah. And all the reviews are like, great show. Um, good to see Phil back at the fringe. Interesting, slightly strange meat-based uh, uh, song. But uh, some people seem to enjoy it. Not sure. I'd be interested to see how the press try and deal with that.
0: <laughs>
1: I'd love to be in an um, industry bar full of all the great and the good and to hear overhear people discussing yeah, something about meat
0: yeah, have you seen this new eat some meat, <laughs> eat bit? I don't know, I don't, don't know what it is, it's like a song I think he's doing it like a
1: song but about. he seems to really mean it
0: uh, shall we meet shall we eat some correspondence yes
1: yes <sighs>
0: To letters, ring rings, e-mails, emails, e-mails, emails, emails, phone numbers, a- tweets, your sister, messages, mail, correspondence. There's a reason we read the tweets we read.
1: That's good. That I like that a lot, actually. I'm a very big fan of that. Um, let me find, God, I really wish, there's such a brief period where I had the emails organized and, um, it was a really, a brief golden age.
0: It was a golden age, yeah.
1: Bacon White, a lot of compliments about your song now that we opened it up to the mainstream public.
0: Oh, great. I'm so glad people have, uh, uh, like Bacon White. Mm. It's one of the great jazz standards, an underrated jazz standard. People often overlook it. People always go to the Cole Porters and the Gershwins. But uh, Bacon White, you know, that was, it was for, for, for a decade, it was a mainstay of, of the great American songbook. Bacon White, oh, I love you so pale and bright. Beautiful. Look. Beautiful song.
1: If you were in the room when Rich Beef sang Bacon White, you remember.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for a long time, he refused to sing about a different meat. Um, obviously him being beef and um, bacon, yeah. being pork, but he—he he his, his manager said, Rich, it's going to be a hit. Yeah. I have a feeling about this one. Rich. There's a reason we sing the songs we sing, <laughs> he said.
1: Rich, I uh, got to tell you, I just came back from one of those college gigs, and those kids, uh, I mean, by God, Rich, I hate to say it, but they were eating nothing but bacon. They were. They lead a modern lifestyle. Is, They're quick. It's on the up. It's fast food. They like to move quickly and don't want to be weighed down by rich beef anymore.
0: We're living in a bacon world, <laughs> beef. <laughs> now see here, beef. <laughs> You're a beef in a bacon world. <laughs> and yeah, yeah you got to adapt.
1: Beef, drop the beef with bacon. Sing about bacon, beef. <laughs>
0: Beef, drop your beef with bacon, bring home the bacon, but singing bacon.
1: (laughs) Beef, you gotta drop your beef with bacon, sing about bacon to bring home the bacon. Beef (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell that Phil's got jet lag and I'm slightly distracted? (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. At certain points this podcast is indistinguishable from some sort of stroke. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> a two-man stroke
1: a stroke is like a fire in the brain um we have an email from love kush
0: love kush yeah that is the coolest name love kush
1: love kush yeah and he loves Big kush cool. if you, you get my me meaning kush. he loves the drug Hey, died i don't know about that but kush is I a slang for the name
0: love kush and I'm either 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 nickname Love or Kush is fucking cool. It's a very
1: sexy name, Love Kush, and I'm pretty sure Love Kush. I would bet my life that this is the Love Kush that I went to school with. Hey man.
0: This must be the sexiest name you've ever had. Love Kush. No no shade on no shade on how many mats. No. But Love Kush is wow.
1: The International Legion of Mats, you know, but uh hmm. Love Kush. Um so Lufker says, "Dear, fill my wang with novel p and air." <laughs> Very nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, it must be novel p. I don't want any of this old hackneyed p. I want that the newfangled novel p they got the
1: going new on. New p.
0: Oh, uh, by the way, I was wondering—you know, what's the etymology of the novel as in the book? Is it called the novel because it was a, the new, the new kind of book?
1: Ooh, that's a good question.
0: Because novel is just nouvelle, new in French, right? That's why novel means the other meaning of novel in English. That's a very new and interesting
1: fucking good question, mate.
0: That's a fucking good question. Um, so
1: Latin novus, Latin novellus, Italian novello, Italian novello, novella storia, new story, then to novel. There, you got it. Ah, well, well, well. Damn a new tri- another triumph from phil etymology wang
0: i love a bit of etymology it's good stuff uh, not to be confused with entomology about insects which i hate <laughs>
1: yes you hate it nah, learning about the I'm origins of uh, insects yeah i work i don't Bruce mind fiction.
0: a bug i'm not grossed out by anything with a an exoskeleton is that strange that is
1: strange and it's one of your strangest qualities may i say
0: I, I think I'd go for so far as to say it's a, one of my strangest strengths.
1: I think that's fair. I think it is a strength because I think a strength. it is such a common thing to be grossed out by. And I mean, for a TV show, you did yeah. literally eat a cockroach.
0: Many cockroaches. Ugh. I ate many cockroaches. Uh, and a tarantula. And a centipede. And But if you ask me to eat like a... F- like, oh, boiled salmon. like a toad or like, oh, oh cooked salmon. Oh. Yeah, boiled salmon. I'd rather eat a thousand cockroaches than a single piece of cooked salmon. I swear to God.
1: <laughs> That's so strange. There's a reason I eat the meats I eat. <laughs> the teeth full of squirming bug legs.
0: <laughs> There's
1: a reason I eat uh, the meats I eat as cockroaches pour out of your mouth like fucking oogie boogie from Nightmare before Christmas. They have
0: nice hard
1: shells and six little feet. <laughs> you find them underneath the street. <laughs> Jabbing your finger at a sewer grate.
0: <laughs> Under- underneath the street is such a feral (laughs) way to describe the sewer (laughs) underneath the street it's such a it's a goblin a horrible goblin way to describe a city sewers underneath the street
1: (laughs) underneath the street
0: I I find my food underneath
1: the street
0: (laughs) I live under the street
1: it's very very I wear a loincloth
0: yeah, yeah. It's like Gollum of the City.
1: Yes. City Gollum. City Gollum.
0: That'd be an interesting show. There's a show for you, City Gollum. City
1: Gollum. Can a, just a humble country golem make it as a big city golem?
0: Smeagol in the big city.
1: Oh, what a show. <laughs> just learning how to use buses and things. There'd be like a funny bit yeah. where you see his face pressed up against a jewelers. Mm.
0: Sure, he became the shadow of uh, Mordor, but how will he survive the (laughs) nine-to-five?
1: What about concrete Mordor? (laughs) You definitely need a bit where he's like peering at loads of rings in a jeweler's window, really excited, and he's like, the city's great, I love the city.
0: He dodged the eye of Sauron, but how will he dodge the eye of his supervisor? <laughs> <laughs> Smeagol, I need those spreadsheets.
1: Oh, yes. Sorry, Mr. Johnson. Okay, just don't let it happen again. <laughs> hey, me and the boys are going to the sports bar after work for a for, uh, beer. You want to come? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's just in a horrible little like, suit and tie. But he still Such runs on his knuckles. A
0: Such a good idea for a show. City Smeagol. Anyway, we we must get to a Love love, Kush. love Kush's letter. Love
1: Kush's letter. I
0: love little Kush.
1: <laughs> uh, it says, praise redacted. Unlike many of your listeners, I have the great misfortune not to have an edge of the seat poo story. So instead, I, I present to you a candidate for the official Bud Pod video game.
0: Oh! Yeah. We don't have a video game
1: yet. So he says, uh, a game in which one of the bosses is the great mighty Pooh. Okay. Who sings in a majestic baritone voice and is defeated by reaching the flushing handle.
0: Okay, okay. So this is a. a okay, so Lovecraft is proposing a game that doesn't exist. It does exist. <laughs> maybe he's got, it's, he's oh, got links really?
1: to YouTube videos of it in the email. Ah. A game with an eclectic mix of accents, including Scouse Dung Beetles, who, being dung beetles, roll big balls of poo for you. A Texan pitchfork being egged on by a paint pot and a paintbrush to kick your ass. And a genius German scientist trying to solve the mystery of the broken table leg. Wow. A game filled to the brim with pop culture references from Clockwork Orange to The Matrix, as the video gaming aficionados among you will recognize. I'm talking about the one and only Conker's Bad Fur Day.
0: Conker's Bad Fur yeah. Day. Yeah.
1: If this game is deemed worthy of the title of official BudPod video game, then may I suggest having a Twitch stream or BudPod reacts video. It would be a match made in the sewers of heaven. I love that as a phrase, the sewers of heaven. <laughs> was,
0: Conker's Bad Fur Day is a 2001 platform game. Ooh. Um, it's quite highly rated.
1: It sounds pretty, it sort of, sort of esoteric and and kind of for people who like things cult hit all that
0: oh it appears to have a kind a of lola bunny in it oh god the sexiest woman of all time <laughs> lola bunny from from uh space from jam. space
1: jam um so they said, uh, providing many hours of entertainment that we will savor. Or if that's too much, then we should at least get Phil's rendition of the Great Mighty Pooh song. Koji Lovkush, thank you very much for that, Lovkush.
0: Thanks, Lovekush. What what is my Mighty Pooh song?
1: Uh, the, uh, the song from the from the game. The Great There's poo. a
0: reason we poop. The poops we poop. <laughs> what is the mighty? What's the mighty? Poo so song? it's called the
1: Great Mighty Pooh song, and it's it's something that is sung in the game by some sort of big poo.
0: Oh, I see. I see. I see. Um so Okay, well yeah we'll have to get Take on a this.
1: look at that and see if you could cover it. Um so that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea Mighty at all. Mighty
0: Poo song. Let's see if let's see if we can play that. Great Mighty poo song by Thunderclash. Oh right, yeah, this sounds about right. Thunderclash. Here we go. Here we go, here we go. This is a- Oh, this is fun. Yeah, so there's a big poo monster, he's coming out.
1: Yeah.
0: A big. Oh. Oh. Here we go. Let's go try to build up. Big ol' poo. Mighty Pooh and I'm going to okay. throw my shit at you. Wow. I'm, I'm the great Mighty Pooh and I'm going to throw my shit at you. I mean, it's good pretty, stuff. Pretty bold stuff for an N64.
1: Yeah, that's pretty pretty edgy, man. You wouldn't catch Rich Beef singing that in the old days.
0: Oh no, no, the kind of uh, 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 decency laws that Rich Beef had to navigate. Yeah, to get about it that time. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Forget it. Well, that's definitely something to, for us to consider. Um, yeah, we'll have to. Well, um, we'll have to have a slightly shorter pod, guys. I'm afraid because I've got to get my show ready for these two reviewers tonight, so that they can both give me three stars and I can go home. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, man. I think I think you're gonna have a real good one. I can't wait to see the show. Thanks, man. It's. Um, I've heard. I've heard. I've heard good things already. From me.
1: <laughs> From, From yeah. me, um, thanks, man. I can't. Uh, I can't wait for you to be up here so we can go fill ourselves up at Noodle and Dumpling again.
0: Noodles and dumplings, mm. the greatest restaurant on earth.
1: So good. Oh.
0: Um, yes. Um, well, uh, see you guys um, next week.
1: Yeah, see you guys.
0: Uh, and do come to both of both me and Pierre in the. At the end of the phrase. Yes,
1: please do. Um, Other than that, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.